Hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at. I know I'm in an alleyway. I know. I know how I look. But I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers. That's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. I sent you something that is just can you just explain to the audience what I sent to you uh, let's take a look at it all right so first thing I am seeing is uh it's a horse it's a horse oh. um <laughs> yeah. to put it like it's not just a horse it's not just let's... a horse but it's got a lampshade um coming off of the top of his head um <laughs> uh, I'm looking at a Wayfair page and the price tag associated with this McKnight Horse 78-inch floor lamp is 3,399.99. So we're talking a cool... A cool... Um, 3,400. It's cool. You, you want to be PC gamer? You want to get that sweet PC gamer? No. You want a midnight McKnight Horse 78-inch floor lamp. That's Here's what you the want. Thing. Equivalent funds. Theo. Tell me the that's thing, That's not Will. even... that. This is on sale. It's normally $7,800. It is definitely over 50% off as we're looking it at it. It is more than it's 50% most, it's off. It's about 60% I off. don't know if that's a ploy. There's only one left in stock. Gotta buy it soon. But you I, gotta I, get it there's in. There's only one left in stock, but there's also only one review, and it is a one-star review. Please please read the review for the, me. The review says, actually, one star, uh, and this was actually this month from September 2020. It says, actually, uh-huh. I'm a little upset with my horse. The shade is not covered the same. Uh, the shade is not the same one uh, in the picture, and the stem is crooked. So someone could blushes. you imagine buying a three thousand dollar horse and it's crooked? <laughs> and it's crooked. <laughs> what are you doing, guys? The, and then there is a bunch of. Uh, I, I sent this to some friends. How big is seventy eight inches? Is this a life size horse? Is can I can I get on this bad boy? Seventy eight. That's like uh, over three feet. That's, three and a half feet, right? Seventy-eight inches. No, that's like six feet. No, well, uh, six feet well, is yeah, seventy-two. Right. This Sorry, is like six, yeah, yeah, yeah. Six and a you're bit. right. This is as tall as a person. I I done goofed. But I'm, the, I, the I map. bet that they're measuring from the very top of the lamp to the floor. So like the horse's back to just for because this is an audio medium. We're looking at a horse, a statue of a horse, and then from the top of its head is just a lampshade coming straight up above it. It looks yeah. like there's a little lampshade hanging above the head of the horse. So I bet that they're measuring from the top of that down to the floor. So the back of the horse is probably only three and a half feet off the ground, if I had to guess. Four feet? So they, ha- they have the, like, hey, this product in a white room, and then they have the horse in a decorated I'm, room. I'm looking at that. And it- what a gorgeous space. That's all I got to say a, to a baby. It's a gorgeous space, but that <laughs> horse does not fit. <laughs> it's not even well, putting out that much light. Let's imagine like, it doesn't a, look like a good lamp. Let, okay, yeah. First of all, it does not look like a good lamp. It's just a single light bulb lamp. It's not like providing... Yeah. Can we can we try to envision an aesthetic that this this horse would really um, oh, you know, you, be like the you cherry even, on top for the room? You don't even need to. I'm going to send you a few more things. Um it, they're going to be images. They're not going to be. I they my friends did not provide the um the links to the store pages, but please look uh 
and see some of the images that I'm sending to you. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So we're now looking at a hippopotamus that uh-huh. <laughs> it's a full, <laughs> it's a full ass hippopotamus that is like, you know, bite. it's like eating off of the ground. It's just in a very casual standing position and the side of it, it looks like someone took a quarter, a quarter cut of beef off of this guy. Like, like there's just a notch carved out of it and there's just a seat. It's just a couch built yeah. into the side of this hippo. You took um, out its ribs and put in uh, like just pleather. I don't think these go- I hate to say it. That's not even these. These are not even cohesive things. Like I couldn't see these in the same room together. It doesn't make any sense. A hippo and a horse. Like, <laughs> What are you doing? Well, what about the next one? The next one. A- oh my god, this is horrifying. <laughs> all right, so the next one is just a suede, all suede, huge pig that is like a beanie, beanie, like uh, uh, what am I thinking of? Like one of those big sack chairs. Um, yeah, yeah, like a bean, bean chair. Bean sack. Yeah, yeah, it's like one of those, but it's in the shape of a pig, and it's got the most horrifying like patchwork face. Uh, oh yeah, I, can't I, I was referring to the to the one above that, which is a rhino chair. Which is oh, is a regular chair in chair. front. It's the mullet of chairs. Oh, no, and that it is horrible. Regular chair in front, and then a rhino's head as the third like chair leg coming in the back it's to like hold the, up the, it's the like chair. If someone chopped a rhino off at the shoulders and stuck it on the back of a chair, and that was yeah. like the third point of contact with the floor, so that the chair didn't fall over. This is I just, just like th- I just this don't. Is, just when you become a supervillain, yeah, you can consider these. I get it. Yeah, but until that's a reality in the world we actually live in, like maybe, maybe evil overlord Bezos, maybe he's got a room full of these guys. Maybe they're mm-hmm. real animals that he actually shot. You know, like who knows? Maybe Would you that's just like the vibe that he's more though? Because these look like they're made of just black plastic. Just for, probably made for of, the audience, because this is visual be stuff that we're talking about. they metal, I would assume, for the price that they're no. asking. They, they look, they may be a sturdy plastic, but I don't think they're metal. Really? Yeah, I could if see people charging If they're plastic, I much. really don't, I'm really not into them. If they were cast metal, I'd be more into them. Uh, yeah, but it would also be very heavy. But, yeah, but anyway, do, that's just... But Will, but Will, yeah? you have to remember that the full price horse is $7,800. The price yeah, of my car. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah, actual automobile is that much. So if it weighs the same as my automobile, fair game. What's your, what's what? Yeah. <laughs> this is just some of the the great interior decorating choices that you can get in Segment City. <laughs> Welcome to Segment City, everybody. Where all of the chairs are made out of real rhinos. Yeah. I... Don't don't think too hard about it. I am uh that one pig sofa, Will Kane. And I'm I'm the butt that's leaving all those butt prints on all these fancy chairs, you know? You see those oh. butt prints around? That's me. I'm Theos Apocalypse with the butt print. <laughs> You're known for your butt prints. I am. And this is this is a uh, show in which Theo and I present segments each week. Some of them are new. Some of them are reoccurring. But we don't know what the other person's going to have. It's crazy. But we, <laughs> we always know what... Because, you know, yeah, you know, know. It's, it's just it's not, it's no, not I understand. that crazy. But I, I, wanted you, I just wanted you to feel the heat for a second there. So, Theo, we're going to begin with uh, our first segment that we have each week, which is Will's Stupid Thought um, for the week, which is, because we're in the month of October, going to be scary, spooky Halloween themed. we got to do the whole month because it's, it's, it's worth doing, you know? Yeah. For at least Will's Stupid Thought. 
Um, so my thought for this week is that fear is one of the most love it or hate it emotions you can have. Mm. I think I think fear is the most the most privileged emotion we can feel as like top of the food chain. Mm, like very like we get to by and large in modern society you get to you get mm-hmm. to choose when you feel fear. And if you don't choose when you feel fear, then like then it's no fun at all. If you are if you're feeling fear mm-hmm. and you don't want to be feeling fear, worst emotion, 0 out of 10, don't want it. Like mm-hmm. but if you're in a modern society where you're like, you know what? I want to go and I want to be scared. Like that's just the most privileged thing of my whole yes. I've ever heard of. Like back in the day, it was like our ancestors were running away from tigers and they're like, I don't get to choose. It's life or death. Yeah. And now we're like, I get to sit in a dark theater and pretend my life is on the line. When in reality, I know nothing is of consequence here. Try explaining that to a gazelle. And they're just like, I'm sorry. So you, <laughs> the thing I, mm, okay. <laughs> This is this is buck wild that you do this for fun. The you, get, I was like, you get that that like bad juice in your brain, right? And so guess you... I was like, guess I was like, all right. So all day I work really hard to eat eat this grass, and oh. what you're telling me is that I would give somebody else grass, and in mm-hmm. exchange, I would feel like a tiger is chasing me. It's the equivalent of like, <laughs> what's the worst part of your day? just like just in general like like, it doesn't have to be like specifically when tommy comes to my my desk and i i hate that guy (laughs) but just like generally what is the worst like say like your morning commute like you don't like going into work you just like your morning you just have to do it so you have to do it's like a rich privileged person goes on the train just to see what it's like just for the novelty it's like just for the like i'm choosing to do this this is rocky yeah Ooh. and then other people are like nah i don't like that i'm not about it yeah it's it's my girlfriend says that when she ever she's anxious she has like too much being chased by tiger juice mm-hmm. in her and that's what we we kind of oh, it, ang- it's a weird anxiety, release anxiety is definitely different for me than than fear unless the the tiger there's a similar like, thing and the tiger's like you gotta get your assignment in theo it's time oh. to do your homework and i'm like wake up in a cold sweat and i'm like oh, oh, principal I, tiger is at me after me again I do enjoy the concept that you think that anxiety is entirely based off of school stuff. Like Neanderthals were just like, man, I have to wake up, got to go to school. Like it's part of the natural order and not just that it was, it's anxiety comes from being chased by things. And I'm, being I'm just going to put anxious. out there that, that most of my anxiety from my, my experience in life has, has been pre years, uh, pre me turning 22. Like it was all in school like all my anxiety was school associated basically and then i was mm. like oh real world i can just choose to do things and occasional anxiety well it's it's because we as a species aren't made for this life yet we, we like we haven't evolved into office dwelling creatures we mm. very quickly turn, turned into that and evolution takes like way long so we have like anxiety and stress and stuff is like because we aren't being chased by predators we don't have anything that's to be anxious about that actually matters so we have that anxiety in us still so we put that onto other things how about this for a thought about anxiety yeah go ahead all the anxiety in your life is caused by other human beings well i don't know about that maybe what else would it be caused by well everything's caused by human beings not just anxiety yeah (laughs) yeah but that i mean (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that that makes it sound like gods but 
You know what doesn't give me anxiety? What? This next, Moving this, on? This next segment. I okay, know what we're it just going to move on. I know, what, I, I know what this next segment is, and that doesn't, that doesn't give me any anxiety about anything. Okay. You were so happy knowledge. about that. About I, that transition that I'm we didn't answer better, the baby. actual. I'm coming thought. for your. I'm coming for your crown, Willie. Here, okay. you think you're the king of transitions now? I'm not. I'm the bad boy that's taking taking names and making transitions. That's it. Hey Theo, here you go. Here's the crown. Here, I don't. Oh, hey, I don't. Hey, I don't care. And that's, that's it, baby. I'm on the scoreboard, Will. You're hey. just a bootlicker now. You get oh, to ride shit. the subway, and I, I thought get to it was pay be... to ride the subway. <laughs> I didn't think it was gonna be satisfying for you if I just gave you the crowd. I thought you were gonna be like, "Oh, okay, I guess this, is, this isn't fun anymore." But now it's oh, no. You know, you... <laughs> Give me the crown back. I want the crown. You clearly back. don't know me well at all. Shit. All right, here we go. Uh-huh. We have another edition of Florida Man for you this evening. Ooh. I guess it's the evening for us. I don't know. Listener, you can decide what, what time period it is for you. I don't know. Maybe, mm-hmm. you're, maybe you're sitting there eating your breakfast. You're listening to Segment City. Maybe you're uh, going for an afternoon walk. Segment City time. Okay, uh, you can just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here's the headline. Florida man arrested after police say he assaulted girlfriend after she tried to throw away his pizza. Oh no! You can't yeah. get rid of that pizza. You, you can't get rid of like, that pizza. It's leftovers. I have to say, the mugshot for this guy is just—he's just a fella Ooh. who just wanted to eat some pizza, and he doesn't look like he's doing too well. I mean, I don't know. I guess mugshots Ooh, don't okay. always make people out to look the best. I, Here we go. Okay, there's there's only three body types for people in mugshots. I'm gonna just say that outright, and I think he's there's there's very skinny like meth head. Mm-hmm. Um, there's way too jacked. Mm-hmm. like there's there's very muscular <laughs> and then there's like morbidly obese this man I, might have four uh not a double chin not a triple chin but it, we're walk, rocking a quadruple chin here oh my god okay so he's morbidly obese that's pretty, <laughs> i called it yeah he, i mean it might just be the expression he's making he, it's kind of making like a well like oh. like a kind of a grimace oh all right here's the here's the short the short write-up Okay. Deputies in the Charlotte County Sheriff's Office arrested a man following a domestic violence incident. The incident happened Wednesday, September 23rd at an apartment building in Port Charlotte. The victim told op- officers that her boyfriend, Sean Metcalf, had slapped her with a piece of pizza after she had <laughs> attempted to throw the pizza box away. <laughs> the victim told officers that Metcalf had angrily told her not to throw his dinner away. She threw down the box on the ground and told police he had picked up, uh, picked up, uh, picked up on this is just a typo, and I'm having trouble because of the typo. Picked up one of the things away and became very angry. She told police Sean picked up the, the slice of pizza and hit her with it. The responding deputies noticed grease and sauce on her face and hair <laughs> and immediately took Metcalf into custody. He admitted to losing his cool but told the officers he had no idea how pizza got all over the victim. <laughs> i don't know what happened i don't know what happened i was eating my pizza i blacked out listen the pizza fell out of the sky some fell on her some fell into my mouth okay listen sometimes i go happened. into just i go into a fugue state when i eat pizza <laughs> everybody knows keep their fingers away from me because i might chomp it off so i made a slapped her with it are you boys familiar uh with a berserker rage yeah that happens to <laughs> me when i see pizza thrown on the ground i'm sorry i don't know what happened He's a f- pizza berserker. A pizza rage. A pizza berserker rage. Just <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna smash. Just wielding pizzas. It's a very specific uh, thing to set him off. Specifically, when a pizza hits the floor, he's like, Whoa! <laughs> he gets uh, 
resistance he damage the damage is reduced by half when he when he sees it goes into a pizza rage yeah uh <laughs> metcalf has been charged with domestic battery that's the end of the end of the article he slapped her with I've, a pizza pizza that's that's pretty bad that's a pretty bad thing don't sl- pizza isn't for slapping okay before we of course make goose about this because of course we're gonna make goose domestic violence is never okay that's even okay. if it is Silly in slapping a person with pizza that can still hurt, and that's still not okay to be aggressive towards your lover. But <laughs> Will with the pregnant butt. <laughs> but it's very funny to be slapped in the face with a pizza. <laughs> it's something <laughs> it that I think, I think it would be just a good prank. I think a pizza slap is I a good like like how hard okay, is this getting, pizza? I getting, don't think it would hurt. Getting pied, that bad. Getting pied is like very. 20th century we all get it it's a yes. funny goof you've been pied all right it's yeah good. getting pizza slapped is now the 21st Ooh. century pieing all right let me introduce you mm. to the greasy roni slap there are different <laughs> varieties too depending on your mood you can get the tropical hawaiian slap <laughs> oh that's chunks that go into your face you go ah you can get the bar- barbecue chicken slap <laughs> oh that's a messy one that's, that's, a, <laughs> that's a saucy boy you're gonna smell that for a while yeah, garlic lover slap. You got garlic all over your face. Come on. The, oh, oh, that's gonna that smells gonna absolutely stick on you. Can you imagine the sound a greasy pepperoni pizza would make? Just like, like that. It, <laughs> that was it a very just, good audible slap. <laughs> that was it. Would, but it would be like a wet, like it would just be a like greasy, it would just, a greasy splat. I I feel like we're missing some context for this too, because why was she throwing? Was he currently eating? I can. I'm imagining this guy in his lazy boy pizza box on his stomach. Fortune. And she comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, um, and he's like, I'm eating that. And she's like, the box is empty. And he's like, I'm gonna eat the box though. <laughs> the <laughs> box is good nutrients though. And then he pulls from under one of his shins the extra slices. Oh like, god, I didn't, dare. I didn't need that. Don't image. you oh. dare! And then just slaps her with the pizza. <laughs> I because I feel like why was why like you shouldn't be aggressive if it's an empty pizza box or why if he's still eating it if it's okay it's cold maybe it's moldy that's like okay yeah maybe it's past its prime but maybe it's like 10 minutes after you finish and she's just like i want this place immaculate maybe it was an it was a um heated argument pineapple versus no pineapple and she'd had enough Mm. maybe he maybe she said he was going to order half her toppings half his toppings and he forgot to mention her toppings and she was fed up oh that's a party foul well maybe that is a party foul hey theo what's the weirdest pizza you've ever seen somebody order seen somebody order oh oh there's a guy um who i knew who would uh order no cheese and olives so it was bread Bread, tomato sauce, olives. We had a friend that would get no tomato sauce, and then that's like, like a, that's what's more. It's, it's what's, like the half. Yeah, what's weirder, no cheese or no tomato sauce? I think no cheese is weirder. Really? Oh, because mm, then it's just, then it's just bread with sauce. Then it's just like you're dipping your bread in sauce. Then at least with cheese, like it's cheesy bread. Like that feels more like pizza to me. But it, it, there's no glue to hold the cheese to uh, to the things with the the toppings. It was very similar to the uh, what was it? Ha- nothing but like 
meatballs that somebody once ordered on reddit or something that was just, it was it was like bread it was like half no it was just like half the pizza was just bread with like loose meatballs on it it's like that it felt similar to that, that. and it, so i it's i don't know it's i think that's pretty weird i think for me it is the cheesy what okay what what would i rather eat I would go with the cheese bread. I think that's I think the cheese thing. bread is in terms. It feels more like a meal. Like it's it's like yeah. You can there. order that. That's a separate thing. Right. You, you don't ever just get bread and then like dip it in tomato in sauce. sauce. No, yeah, that's I mean, true. Not really. Unless anyway. you got the end of the bowl, like you just ate your ate your pasta and you got mm. some got some, some marinara. Ooh, mm. yeah, that's actually good. Um, Chef's kiss. Did Did you have another Florida man or? That's it. That's it for our, this week's Florida man. All right. Well, time to go. This is a continuation of a segment I did last week, which was about the Duarita. The Duarita. Uh, the, the, the Mountain Dew. <laughs> the Mountain Dew uh, margarita that was at Red Lobster of all places. You would think it would be at Taco Bell, but turns out Taco Bell has their own thing going. This is from uh, winespeculator.com. Because it's Taco Bell's Jalapeno Noir wine. Mm-hmm. And the the title of it, one, it says unfiltered. That's like the... <laughs> you know what? Wine speculator Con- is just considering like... Considering we're uh, partnering with Red Lobster on this one, I think I might want it filtered. I think I, mm, I, I think that mm, the filtering might be appropriate. Yeah. I, I do. I looked at a bunch of articles about this because a lot of people did it. And Wine Speculator was just the funniest to me. One, because it's from <laughs> winespeculator.com. And two, because it's it's it feels bougie. Um, I, I would have started back as he called Wine Prospector. There's wine in these hills. <laughs> Turns into the uh, Beverly Hillbillies, except yep. with wine. Struck gold. <laughs> Oh, you know, I just struck the wi- the ground and I slurped it up. And I said, "Ooh, that's some great I juice." I just there. stuck my I stuck my juice box. I stuck my straw into the ground and juice started flowing. I'm just imagining it's just barrels that somebody buried. Like the Nazis were <laughs> like, just like, "Quickly, put the barrels in. The- we're we're losing. The Russians are coming." And then they buried all. And then some person's like, "I'm just putting a stake in my land." Oh, is it oil? No, it's old wine from 1940. <laughs> Whatever. A good mid, a good year. A good year. A bad year for Germany. Um. Anyway, so this is the article is called Taco Bell's Jalapeno Noir sells out on day uno. Thank you for that. Everybody, I, everybody knows classy Spanish. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. This is from recently, September seventeenth, uh, two thousand twenty. Taco Bell is unveiling a buzzy new menu item to toast the. Come on, I love this. This is wide speculator. <laughs> I just, love you. Can't even get through it. I You're just, just too thrilled with them to toast the relaunch of the toasted cheesy jalapeno uh, chalupa. Sorry. A fan favorite, the fast food chain is releasing a Pinot Noir to pair it with. They are pairing this with their cheesy chalupa. Wait, Red Lobster has a cheesy chalupa? No, this is Taco Bell. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. That was the last one. Get get on your shit. Sorry, on. sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm off my game. Yeah. A cheesy chalupa, by the way, is just a taco, like a regular taco, except it has like cheesy bread. Coming back to cheesy bread. What's a gordita? Uh, because gordo uh, means fat and ida means yeah. Little, so what is gordita? <laughs> a little fat. It, it's a little thing that will make you very fat. It's very mm, dense with calories. So uh, Totino's pizza roll. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, Probably it. looks like one, too. Um, uh, Pinot Noir to pair it with. The Bell's first exclusive house wine and first wine partnership. The limited edition bottling from Queenston Mile Vineyard in Canada's Niagara-on-the-Lake region is only available in select Toronto area locations and on the brand's websites. And it's called, as it must be, Jalapeno Noir. I, I feel like I should be doing this with a voice. It's just like, as as and it's called, as it must be, Jalapeno Noir. I feel like you need to just put this all in a noir novel. And I was yeah. sitting oh. in the room. <laughs> oh, I was oh, watching yeah. the rain fall outside my window and I saw it. The girl's Jalapeno Noir. The girl's body flashed in my mind. I had to solve the case, but I was like real hungry and uh <laughs> so I went <laughs> But I was like real hungry. So. I was real hungry, so I went and got a fucking chalupa. So I had to stop dude. and get my good loop on, bro. You got a fuel and then I got really, <laughs> like, PI just sad. Needs, this PI needs fuel. I gotta I get need... <laughs> fucking fueled up, bro. For Come the on! Time. It's me. It's it's Keanu Reeves, and I'm a, a detective. And they <laughs> killed loves, my dog. Who loves chalupas. Who loves chalupas. That's a movie. Um, okay, so some of the Bell's cantinas, which are basically restaurants where they actually sell, serve wine where they it's they just, just a taco cantinas. bell with a liquor license don't give it yeah, don't it give it any more credit than that have been serving wine for for a few years but this represents another level or layer if you prefer i don't prefer it thanks <laughs> the project <laughs> only me to taco bell <laughs> don't you fucking ha 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 me the project only landed on Queenston winemaker's Rob Powers' desk three months ago, but he quickly got to work, choosing the winery's 2018 single vineyard cuvier for the pina, pina, no, Power the, described the, the wine as a, as a, quote, very earthy style of pina, What How is this pronounced? Pin, P-I-N-O-T. I'm, I, like, my Pino? brain is just not... Pino. My brain just stopped. Like it saw that that's and went, right. no, 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 that's <laughs> not a word. You've been, yeah, it's been. You've been working overtime with all these different languages, all yeah. these accents. Nah, you can't mm, take this on. More of an old world style, if you. <laughs> I love that wine critics can totally obfuscate what something tastes like by just dropping random ass words. Very earthy style. What does what that the mean? Fuck does that it? means? Hey, it, it tastes, tastes like, like literally dirt. anything. It tastes like shit. It tastes like, like it tastes like dirty doo doo. Just come and buy it right now because they've got a gun to my head. Please, it's, it's very bad, but you should buy it because it's from Taco Bell. He made thirty three cases for the launch, priced at twenty five dollar Canadian, which is nineteen dollars American, which sold out on Taco Bell's Canada's website eleven minutes after going live. People cases. went crazy how many, for how it. How much is a case? How many? It, how many? Th- Thirty-three cases, nineteen dollars uh, per bottle. Bottles of wine in a case. I just need to know how many bottles in total. Were how much money? At. Yeah, how much money they made? Twelve. Okay, it's only twelve bottles. Twelve okay, bottles so in a case. He didn't. He didn't make a lot at all. So okay, that makes more sense why it went out in eleven minutes. The pairing may not seem obvious, but when talk, talks of a Taco Bell wine started. Queenston President Andrew Howard saw an opportunity to cha- challenge the perception some have of wine as pretentious and inaccessible. <laughs> Who would think, fucking I'm wine gonna... speculator? 
<laughs> this guy's like, I'm going to put my name on the map. We're, wine, you know, wine has been around for a long time, a few thousand years. But me, I'm going to change the game. Wine I like has this been, voice that you're doing. Wine has been it. good for too long. And <laughs> we're going to change it. Quote, democratizing wine and making it more available is what the wine industry should be doing more of, Howard told Unfiltered. Some people will wonder why we're pairing with a fast food chain, but I think it's brilliant and it makes wine more accessible for people and makes it part of every day. Now, the ancient Greeks, when they were making wine, it was for everybody. <laughs> and me, I'm bringing that back. We're going to make the Greeks- this shit wine and you're going to pay me money, small amounts but, you know, not so small for me, you know, because it's going to add up. I'm going to buy myself something nice. But you can have some shitty wine for just nineteen ninety-nine. When the Greeks weren't rubbing each other down with oil and banging each other and fighting, they were making some shitty wine that they didn't even <laughs> age. They just drank that. It's grape juice. They just make grape juices bad. They're going to call me Taco Bellios. You know what I'm saying <laughs> after this, guys? Come on. <laughs> 300. <laughs> That's all I know about Greece. Uh, Taco Bell also thought it was a supreme idea. Quote, they love I think that word. I think having this toasty, toasted cheesy chalupa with aged cheddar and associating it with a well-known winery in the area is a really, really a special promotion. Kat Garcia, director of brand man- marketing at Taco Bell, told you haven't, filtered. You haven't used any positive words yet. Special doesn't mean good. We intended... This to be a limited edition, but given the coverage and the interest, we're very open to acquiring more wine if we can. Uh, the winery told us that they're working on another run for the bottle bottling for the bell. I love that the PR people can't even be excited about this. Like their wording it's, of it is they're not even excited about this. I love the wording of we intended this to be yeah. a limited edition. <laughs> we really also- wanted we really wanted to give Brent a really small window of opportunity to make his shit wine. And everybody took an interest, and so now Brent gets more power, and we all wanted to just have Brent go away. It's one of those things where that indicates to me that they knew this was bananas, but then they said, but given the coverage and the interest, like, they don't know everyone saying, ain't it wild that fucking Taco Bell made a (laughs) wine? Like, the least bougie place created a wine which is associated with bougie-ness? Mm-hmm. And it's just what it's they don't know what they the, what what are they doing at Taco Bell? I don't understand. Taco Bell Labs has gone too far. Taco Bell Labs they're full of mad scientists. They are. But you know what's not get gonna you know, make you, you know it's not full mad. of mad not you know it's not full of mad scientists, my next segment. Got there you go, got him. The king is back. The king is back in the throne, back in the driver's seat. That's the me. King I'm is the king. dead, long live the king. <laughs> I have a new seg. I have another segment for you. Not a new segment. Another segment. It's sort of a Wikipedia historian, but it's with a. It's not. First of all, not from from Wikipedia, but it's also got a. It's got a. It's got a crime theme, and by crime I mean litigation. It's not a crime. It's just. Ooh. It's just litigation. Only litigation. My favorite. <laughs> it's all litigation with no crime. <laughs> it's, all- it's all the clerical work with none of the drama. It's it. You're basically telling me that you have Lucky Charms, but you plucked out all the fun marshmallows, <laughs> and you're only giving me the terrible little crispies, <laughs> the cat food. I I got the uh, the what the the frosted mini wheats. I got the box that they forgot to put the frost on, so it's just mini wheats. It's just mini. Oh, <laughs> it's just gr- grainy. Oh. 
Um, so I have a, I have a legal case for you that I thought was entertaining. Um, okay. It's from CBS. That was the write up, and it says the title of the article is "Flashback 1996: Man sues Pepsi for not giving him a Harrier jet." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Uh, so this was written. Um, it was written like before the Super Bowl, and so it was relevant then. So it says, "As you get ready to take in Super Bowl ads, let this 1996 CBS Evening News story serve as a reminder to not believe every spot you see, especially if it involves winning a fighter jet." In the mid 90s, Pepsi Cola was airing its Pef- Pepsi Stuff promotional campaign when one of its commercials sparked a legal controversy. Pepsi was suddenly caught with its foot in its mouth while having its o- while having its tongue in cheek. The campaign was simple, reported CBS News correspondent John Blackstone. Buy Pepsi products, collect points from Pepsi labels, and claim prizes like t-shirts, sunglasses, or for 7 million points, a Harrier jet. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, sure beats the bus, unquote, says the actor in the commercial. <laughs> While landing on a campus in a computer animated jet. What? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. In 1996, <laughs> computer p- animated looked like Toy Story. Yes. It would just be like, whoop, whoop, like for Pepsi. Beats the bus. Beats the bus. It rams into a school building and kills a bunch of people. <laughs> Pepsi's spot caught the eye of John Leonard, a 21-year-old business student at the time who was only interested in one prize. Quote, people say... Well, don't you want a T-shirt? And I say, well, the, well, when there's a Harrier out there for seven million po- Pepsi points, why not aim your sights a little higher? Unquote," said Leonard. <laughs> Leonard noticed some fine print. In place of labels, consumer could buy Pepsi points for ten cents each. He did the math and quickly figured out that it'd take him seven hundred thousand dollars to buy the Pepsi points he needed for the Harrier jet, which like is way cheaper than That's a Harrier. Like, super it's, cheap, it's yeah. Way discounted. Then Leonard hit the phones and convinced five well-off investors to give him seven hundred thousand dollars, which is buck wild. He that, was able okay, to they make just, five phone calls, and they each averaged over a hundred thousand dollars per phone call. Not in my wildest dream could I call five people and be like, "Listen, I've got to get rich quick scheme. You just got to hear me out." The fact that he just yada 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 that is insane <laughs> to me. That would be a whole article just convincing, like charisma check, charisma, charisma. check, just like <laughs> just absolutely, yeah. And you got nat twenties on all of them. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It is. I, okay, I want to. This is not going to go well for him. Quote. I know. Quote, he sent Pepsi 15 labels and a check and waited for his jet, unquote. The gall of this man just put a check in the mail and be like, I am waiting. For 700 <laughs> Feel free to land it in front of my house. I'm sure my neighbors won't mind. <laughs> it had to have a thing of like, I'm going to buy all these points. If he didn't, then he's a fucking idiot. The jet, though, never came. Pepsi's response, the ad was just a joke. Quote, Tens of millions of Americans and people around the world saw the spot, got a, got the joke, and laughed, unquote, said John Harris of Pepsi-Cola. Miss, quote, Mr. Leonard saw the spot, hired business advisors and lawyers, and decided to take legal action, unquote. Just, just if you're going to say that this is a prize, I feel like it's... It's it's not it's on, on him to, okay. ch- to fact check you when you put it out there that this is, like, something you can do. It's okay. I would need to see the ad. But that is very much a a thing that you have said. 
you haven't that- said like lol like at the end just like we're not actually not doing the sped up like we're not so actually selling a a heavier chat you know what i mean you know the classic they- classic court defense haha i was joking get it jury ha 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 it was joke. just ha, a prank ha. it you was know, just a prank right when you slap someone with a pizza and you're like haha just a prank haha actually that's a pretty good example of a prank that's just that's a, that's a pretty good prank. I shouldn't have used it's, that as the example. Yeah, and it's also not a prank because it was yeah, just because it was real. Um, let's see. Uh, but Pepsi went to court first, that asking that Leonard's claim be declared frivolous. That prompted Leonard to file his own lawsuit demanding the jet. "Quote: People point out that the Pepsi that this Pepsi generation they're trying to sell to is me." Unquote said Leonard. "Quote: Someone who's taking advantage of the legal system doesn't really typify the Pepsi generation." Unquote countered Harris. So the question became, was John Leonard among the best and brightest of the Pepsi generation, or was he just a nuisance? Blackstone posed the question to several folks on the street who seemed to all support Leonard. Quote, I think you should get the jet, said said one man. <laughs> Quote, if he drank that much Pepsi, he should probably should, unquote, said a young boy. Quote, maybe he is goofy, but I mean, they are making those claims. If you can't back them up, then you shouldn't be putting them on the air, unquote, said another man. I'm, that's kind of my camp. That's kind of where yeah, I'm that, at. It, it feels like false advertising. A customer like Leonard should be celebrated, not sued, said advertising executive Dan uh, David uh, Verklin. Quote, you have a guy here who's done something pretty clever, said Verklin. I'd give him a tour across the country in a Harrier jet. I'd turn him into a TV commercial, unquote. Pepsi did no such thing. Beyond its legal action, it updated its commercial by raising the number of points needed for the jet from 7 million to 700 million. That was not the issue. <laughs> the fucking idiots. Like, Well, now if someone gives them $7 billion, they can be like, all nah, right. We'll give you. Oh, yeah. no, it's the other way around. 70 million, I guess. If someone offered up 70 million dollars and they'd get them the jet, I don't know. Do they even you have can't. access to a jet? Is that even something logistically they can pull off? You can't, but it, it, it doesn't affect this case in my mind. You can't, <laughs> you can't like sell a house and go psych. It's more. Psych, add now. two zeros to the end of that price tag. And you got to pay it now. Like, no, he, he bought a jet from them. They, they said, we have a jet. We will give you, if you give us this amount of points. You will like, and he read the fine print. He said that he read the fine print. Yeah. There was no fine print of, we won't actually give you a jet. You told me. So that is on them. You told me it would be better than the bus and I'm still taking the bus. So uh, I'm, I'm legitimately on the edge of my seat. I want to know if he got this jet. (laughs) You're going to be disappointed in the end. In the end, Leonard's lawsuit fizzled out. A court granted a summary judgment in favor of Pepsi and ruled that. No objective person could have reasonably concluded that the commercial actually offered consumers a Harrier jet, unquote. The court also added this gem of its reason of this in the dismissal, dismissal of the case, quote, The callow youth featured in the commercial is a highly improbable pilot, one who could barely be trusted to the keys of no. his parents' car, much less no. the prize aircraft of the United States Marine Corps, unquote. That's hey, the way it was. Don't dunk on this actor. <laughs> He's a, he, your honor, he looks like an idiot that can't even drive. And the actor's like, wait. <laughs> you don't deserve the jet? And frankly, neither does him. Does he? Boom roasted. Mike. I wasn't even in it. I'm, I'm not, not even I'm, in the court. Listen, I'm just here to get paid for doing the commercial. Why are you dragging me into this? Come on, man. And that's how it was left. The guy didn't get his, he didn't get his Harrier jet. And they dunked all over, all over this other guy. I, okay, I am on his side because also i think i think pepsi owed him something 
They owe him something. They owe him something. Yes. Like maybe they, they should like buy him a car or something. Like I, I don't know. Like they he... could have done a lot of different stuff yeah. instead of being weird and litigious. Like like that marketing guy said, make him a thing. Like right. be like, hey, we'll give you your money back, but you need to like do a commercial for us. Right. Totally. Um, there's so many things that they could have done. Which like Pepsi, one Pepsi's not a great drink. Uh, also, calling, <laughs> I've never heard the Pepsi generation. What a bullshit marketing. I haven't heard thing. of it either. Yeah, it's pretty nonsense. Oh, we're the. Pe- oh, I'm sorry. I'm the Taco Bell generation. Thank you very much. I'm the Walmart generation. I'm actually the Taco Bell wine generation, specifically oh. <laughs> not Taco Bell's brand, just the wine. Wine speculator. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think he should have gotten. This is this made me mad. This made me weirdly mad. This this is even more ammo in your gun to never drink Pepsi. Yeah, I there's just so many like they didn't the fact that also that they didn't take down the fact that there's a Harrier jet as a prize. They just upped the number of things and also which says to me that it was one on like a list of things that you could buy, which and like also like they went to court first. They they yeah. went to court first before the guy. That's they crazy. knew. They knew. They knew. They knew they had fucked up. The court. I think they just like paid the court or something, and they're just like, "This is bullshit." This is nonsense. And it's like, I think he was probably in the right. But yeah. anyways, you, you know what? You know who's really not in the right? I was gonna say, why don't we take a Harrier jet to our next segment? Oh, we both have different things, but mine's is better because we're talking about no the yours actor. Is, okay, yours is better. Yeah, it's your, your the actor. The actor Terrence Howard. Okay, we're talking you about know, Terrence Her- Howard. Terrence Howard, uh, you might know him. He was uh, Rhodey in Iron Man 1. Okay. He's yep. in yep. Uh, Empire, which is apparently a very big show. This is First of all, just a weird segment. that they replaced, replaced him as the actor. He was just out after one, one movie. I think he, he asked for like way more money and also was like hard to deal with on set. So they're like, okay. we'll just replace you, dude. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Also, because you're about to learn, Terrence Howard is a fucking lunatic. All right, here we go. So this is a segment called Why? Why? Math edition. Math? Okay, so this is an article from uh, Mashable, which was just, which they reference a Rolling Stone uh, expose, or like, not expose, but uh, uh, they call it a Rolling Stone profile, uh, which is basically they did a big interview with Terrence Howard, uh, and he just kind of like went on these like weird tirades about different stuff. Okay. And this was the the like, I'm not going to read that whole thing because it has a bunch of stuff. We're like, well, how was Empire? It's like, okay, I'm not going to deal with that. But this is about a piece that he talked about in that interview. So let me just start off with this Mashable article, which is titled, Terrence Howard believes one times one equals two. So he created his own language, which is a baffling just baffling <laughs> title sir did you did you mean plus there, it, did you it mean feels plus like there sir it's like step one one times one equals two step two question mark question mark question mark <laughs> step three create own language like okay so let's figure out where, where what is Wait, this? What, what what am i missing here what am i missing we'll figure it out if you believe the believe the rules of basic arithmetic terrence howard pities you I think Terrence Howard, Howard pays a lot of people because we aren't rich movie stars. And he's like, oh, the, the filth. They don't even go in on uh, wine speculator. Um, the Empire star detailed his love, version of math. Hmm? 
I love that that's the classiest thing you can think of now, is going on wine speculators. <laughs> now the new height of society. Yeah, because they were the, they were the, the ones, thing. But they were the ones who wrote about the Taco Bell wine. <laughs> yeah, they're stupid down in the mud. Yeah, but it was more of like, let's give it to the plebs. Let's see what the plebs are doing right, with sorry, the wine they're to, drinking. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just liked that. No, no, no. It's fine. You can interrupt at any time. Um, so his version of math, the, quote, true universal math in an enlightened new Rolling, Rolling Stones profile. As the Empire Star puts it, quote, if Pythagoras was here to see it, he would lose his mind. Einstein, too. Tesla. He just kind of says Tesla. <laughs> Tesla. Tesla. I want Tesla. one. He's just naming off like smart people like he's one of them. It's called Terryology. Mm-hmm. He named it after already, himself. Already sounding like a little bit of a cult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Terryology goes back to Howard's college days. This is something I actually didn't know. The future actor was studying chemical engineering at Pratt but dropped out when he realized that he fundamentally disagreed with his professors about the basics of math. The argument focused on the simple equation of one times one. How can it equal one? Howard asked Rolling Stone and the universe. (laughs) (laughs) I challenge you, author, and also universe. He just looks at the screen like it breaks <laughs> looks, the fourth wall. Looks into camera. At God. God's like, oh shit, he sees me. Oh shit, what did I do? One isn't one. Um, quote, if one times one equals one, that means that two is of no value because one times itself has no effect. One times one equals two because the square root of four is two. So what's the square root of two? Should be one, but we're told it's two, and that cannot be. What? Did you get all that? <laughs> no, it makes no sense, sir. It, it's, it's not. It doesn't make... He Wait, says why, one times why one does, equals... Why does, he, why does the argument follow that the square root of two must be one? That doesn't make any sense. It's, like, yeah, this is, that's immediately like, no, it is, it's like 1.4 or something. Right, like, yeah, exactly. It is a, he doesn't understand square roots and somehow he was going to college for chemical engineering, not even knowing basic shit. Um, He, he has it right that four square root of four is two. Okay. Yeah. Check on that. So square root of two is one. I think he just thinks it's divided by two. Like, I don't understand. Good thing. (laughs) Good thing. Howard didn't need that engineering degree. Fucking nails a mashable. (laughs) He eventually made his way up in Hollywood, receiving an Oscar nomination for Hustle and Flow. He seemed unstoppable until stories about Howard being difficult to work with, coupled with an increasing public awareness of his history of domestic violence, torpedoed his career. Yeah, for good measure. Yeah, like, for yikes, good. Yikes on that one. Quote, there's nothing worse than being a broke movie star, said the actor. Oh, boo-hoo. Oh, what a, oh, you I, have so much influence. Are you? Am I supposed to feel pity for you? Because I feel nothing no. of the sort. You, I feel nothing for Terrence Howard, except for contempt uh, and confusion. So he focuses his attention, his attention on teriology, devoting up to 17 hours a day to cutting up wires in plastic to form building block-like contraptions he believed will bring truth to the universe. So he sounds like a fucking, he He's sounds like job, great yeah. at parties. Yeah. Uh, he's created his own symbols so that no one can steal his ideas. Patents are involved. 
So he made up his own language so people wouldn't take his thing that one times one isn't is two. But nobody you, wants. I, but I nobody this, wants it. I made this car, but instead of using gasoline, it it uses dirt, but really rare dirt that you can't find. And now I'm gonna hide it so no one can steal it. We don't want your TMTM. Shi- TM. We don't want your shitty car. We don't want it. We don't want anything to do with it. It's he's he just sounds like he actually has a mental illness, and I think he like he he might. Um, <laughs> quote. This is the last century that our children will ever have been taught that one times one is one, he told Rolling Stone. They won't have to grow up in ignorance. 20 years from now, nice. they'll know that one times one equals two. We're about to show a new truth, the true universal math. The proof is in these pieces. I have created the pieces that make up the motion of the universe together. When the magazine came to Howard's home to observe him for the profile, Howard and his wife, Mira Pack, acted as if they were living harmoniously as a couple. It's since come to light that they've actually been living separately <laughs> since August 2014. Oh, this article is from 2015. Spending 17 hours a day messing with magnets in your living room, working to tear apart their loss of mathematics as we know it, can't keep a couple together. What hope for love even is there? <laughs> and that's how they end the article. It's <laughs> Damn, savage, no regard. I don't know how else they could have ended the article. Just like, so yeah. So he's th- crazy like and he can't find love and there's no hope. 17 hours a day cutting up wires and making symbols. And then he's just, it's just, he's. it's like he made his own dumb conspiracy theory about math, which is nobody ever has conspiracy theories about because it's so boring. Yes, exactly. Like, 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 it's always about fun stuff. Like, like the world, he was like, all right, world, I've got a new conspiracy theory for you. And all the conspiracy theorists, theorists were like, all right, we're here for it. We're, we're here. We're receptive. We're an audience. And he's like, it's about math. And they're like, all right, no one wants this anymore. We're tuning out. It's too much thinking. And also you're wrong. It's okay. So also he had a it's Twitter. Weird. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird. The Hills people die on. You know, yeah. like, this is the hill he's chosen <laughs> to die talk, on. My boy, you should talk, Mr. I know. I, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. I know. Yeah, I shouldn't talk about it. And just, like, as a last little thing, uh, Terrence Howard put a a quote-unquote proof on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is... Unbalanced equation argument. One times one doesn't equal one. It equals two by Terrence Dashon Howard. Uh, it's just, it's so bananas and it's multiple pages. Uh, you can just like, you can go onto his Twitter and try to find it, but like he, he goes through so much shit and it doesn't explain anything. At one point he, he starts a paragraph with just, he talks about Egyptian dynasties and Persians and some call them an, Anunnaki, the sky people, whoever, they were that gave the naive generation some 6,000 years ago a multiplication table and a flat view of universal geometry. Uh, they gave the, I think it's also riddled with spelling errors. They gave that poor misguided people a false axiom upon which to build their world. It's just ranting. He has like, it, this is supposed to be a, a, a proof and he has just like weird shit. Like it begins with, First and foremost, let us ask the most obvious question. Is this a finished equation? Yes or no? The answer is no. No. Let us start our forensic audit there. 
he tries to like he's read other people's theorems but he doesn't understand how stupid this is that's rough it's it's rough to hear that uh that this is what he's chosen to fight for not even like even people like on in the twitter thread that you look like they would be like just totally against facts are like hey so you're so you're just you just don't get this, do you? <laughs> you don't seem to. You didn't. You didn't get get that uh, lesson. You must have missed that day of school. Even those people, like even idiot people on Twitter, are like, "Hey, are you okay? Like, oh. what's going on, <laughs> oh. Terrence Outer? Oh, everyone understands. He's up. He's up, Yeah. Oh man. He's Damn a, it! Stop making me feel pity for Terrence Howard. He's, he's just. A, he just has a crazy dumb. Like he's. He's he's probably in his mansion somewhere, just being like, "Boohoo! I only have a million dollars." Right. I can spend 17 hours a day making like being a crazy person. It's fine. Um, but, you know, someone's got to got to make that dough. Um, that yeah. sounds like I'm about to go into an ad break, but this is the no. end of the episode. So we don't <laughs> yeah, have don't, any ads. Don't act like we're making money off of this. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, uh, for listening to this episode of Segment City. If you want us to make money on this one day, then uh, leave a review. Like show this to some friends. Get us some uh, popularity. I know it's a hard podcast to pitch but uh try to explain it to people like have into we have some individual segments on our youtube channel uh which segment city our twitter is at segment city and you can send us an email uh at our email segment city podcast at gmail.com and now theo i think we have mm-hmm. you have something to say a very special thank you going out to one of our best friends to the show. I have so many people to thank, but I'm only going to name one. And it's Rachel Robinson. She's the best. Oh. Uh, I thought you were about to do a music. bit. Um, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm saving it. I got to save my energy. There's only so much energy for, for goofs and gags. Um, but there's no goofs and gags surrounding our appreciation of Rachel Robinson because she's the best. Thank you, Rachel. She has a podcast called Create Loud. Go check it out. Give it and a check. Give it a like. Give us a check like. out our, our yeah some of our other episodes and send them to other people. Uh, thanks everyone. I think that's it. I'm about to have some pizza. Who stole my pizza box? Honey, it was me. Oh no! <laughs> Where'd you hide my pizza box? Is it in our gigantic horse lamp? Bringing it, it back, Damn full it. circle. You, you knew that I shoved all the pizzas into that horse. <laughs> I just opened it up. I'm like, <laughs> It's rancid. It's rancid. It's rancid. Oh, is that fresh? It's Hawaiian. Oh, no. That's even worse. Anyway, that's it. I guess that's where we're going to end it. Thanks. I've got to cut out that throw up noise. (laughs) That was bad. That was a bad audio. Or I'm not. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. (laughs)